In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Betches Media presents... The Betches Brides Podcast, a show for the wedding obsessed and the brides who are stressed. Because after all, it's only one day of your life. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of your favorite podcast. That is the Betches Brides Podcast. And if you're noticing, I have about one brain cell today because I have just got back from a trip from Italia, where five of you recognized me abroad. Ooh. Yeah, honeymooners, obviously, uh-huh. not just like, you know, everyday people. These were special honeymooners. So shout out to the five of you and your beautiful husbands that I met. Um, thanks for coming up and saying hi. It was great, but enough about me. More about my trip later, because I'm going to have to share it, because it was kind of like a honeymoon itinerary, except not my honeymoon. But... Today, we have on a three-peat guest. Three-peat. Three-peat. Very special three-peat. We love a good three-peat here. Brian Russell Smith. Today is all about him because he (laughs) has been married. Oh, my God. It's, you know, the wedding that never ends. It really ends. And we don't want it to. Why should it end? Why should it? It really hasn't ended. It's it's the wedding of the summer. Oh, thank you. Truly. I mean, a lot of people did tell me it was the best wedding that they've ever been to. I was honestly pissed that I wasn't there, but it's okay. Next time, you'll come to my next one. Okay. (laughs) We're going to talk all about it. We want the whole debrief. First of all, congratulations. You have a Spanish glow to you from being in Spain. And it's sweat. I'm, and sweat. I'm, yeah. it's, I'm, so this is actually my first time in the pod, our new podcast studio, <laughs> or in a podcast studio pre-pandemic, since the pandemic. What? Yeah. So I feel like I'm just, you know, it's kind of like riding a bike, but I'm not, I, I don't feel like I'm coasting yet. I still have the training goes on, but I'm fucking Stop. hot. It's hot in You're here. That's, that, that's why I'm glowing. It's really, it's really hot in here. We don't tell you guys that. Whenever you hear us in the studio, like, yes, it's so fun. Yes, it's lively because we're in person, but it's fucking hot. I'm constantly breaking the fourth wall on, on these sort of situations. They like that. Yeah. We love we love a fourth wall break. So if there's if you see video from this and there's like a little glean on our foreheads, it's um we're going for the natural dewy look. That's it what it is. It is. It's the podcast sweat dewy look. <laughs> okay, I don't even know where to begin, but for the for the listeners that are just maybe tuning in, let's recap. When was your wedding and where? Okay. Yes. June 11th, 2022. So that was like almost, I guess, guess by the time this, this podcast comes out, it'd be like almost exactly a month. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we got married in this uh, village called Pedratha, which is like an hour north of Madrid. My husband, Antonio, Ooh. is from Madrid. So that was like, you know, the reasoning behind the Spain. So that's why everyone's like, oh, destination wedding. I'm like, yeah, it's not really a destination. It's like his home. His home. So it's like a half and half. We didn't just like choose it out of a fucking hat. Um, yeah, it was great. I mean, we were there for like the week before. We traveled with my family the week after. And then we went to another place the week after that. He had to go for work. I went for pleasure. I got locked out on a balcony for three hours. No, that you was, didn't. I did. That's a whole other story. What? Um, okay, quick recap. I was, we had had this whole big trip. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and it was the the day that and I was with my family. We were fifteen, mm-hmm. and then it was just finally Antonio and I, and we were at our sitting in a friend's apartment. Mm-hmm. He was out working like an hour away. I was like, I went on a run. I did some laundry. I'm folding laundry out Beautiful. on the terrace. I'm like, ooh, it's hot. I should close the the terrace door because I turned the AC on. I close the door. I get locked out there. I don't have my phone. <laughs> Um, at your friend's apartment at my friend's apartment no one's home no one's planning on being home for like six hours <laughs> I start freaking out um, how high up was the fourth floor. terrace so fourth floor. no climbing down no okay. I could have like and I was like I'll just like scream ayudame which just means helps me, help me in Spanish <laughs> I was like I don't, that was like my plan and then I saw six bottles of Prosecco on the, on the I was like I guess I'll just get wasted what else but then I do? realized I was wearing my airpods and I said hey Siri call Antonio and it went through and then he was able to leave work and drive an hour to come back oh my god my phone just turned on what? because I said hey Siri <laughs> um, I didn't even know you could do that yeah and so right. I was just, so I ended up just being out there for three hours instead of six. So, oh, anyway, instead of six, <laughs> only three in the hot sun. And in Europe, it's hot right now. Yeah, it was hot as shit. Oh my God. Well, problem solving. I love those problem solving skills. And honestly, that was probably because you were still in problem solving mode. Yeah. Because wedding planning, we know we need to be in problem solving mode. <laughs> um, okay. So your beautiful wedding in Pedratha. Mm-hmm. Pedratha. Pedratha. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. Um, it it looked, guys, just to paint the picture, go to Brian's Insta. Actually, by the time this episode comes out, we will be posting all the photos, all the videos, everything. So just go to our Instagram, but also Brian's. Give him a follow. It was you didn't really, you didn't drip out or tease out too much of the decor and the look of what this would be. All you told us was that it was like a scene out of Game of Thrones, I think, <laughs> which already we could picture it, but not really because your decor and everything, just to paint the picture, you had these beautiful black floral tablecloths mixed mixed with these amazing chairs, bistro lighting, string lighting. I mean, it was hands down top five weddings I've ever seen. Thank you. We worked really hard on it. Like who? (laughs) This was your, you had a planner. So we had a wedding planner, Paloma. I'm actually, as I talk about it, I'm going to find her Instagram so I can shout her out. Her name was Paloma? Yeah, Paloma, which, um, yeah. Oh, Paloma Cruz. Paloma Cruz WP. Shout out Paloma. If you need a uh, wedding planner in Spain, I highly recommend. Yeah, I mean, so we just found this venue and there was it was it was already very very beautiful so there wasn't like anything that we could do we didn't want to like do anything that would take away from how pretty it was and then we just wanted to like heighten you know and so yeah we like we're like very into floral patterns and like mixed colors because it's a very gray it was a very like like um it was like like what's the color would you say like tan like stone colored yeah and so we wanted to just like like go with that but then also add like pops of color wherever we could it was perfection. I think that's a really hard thing to do because I think some people when they have these destination weddings, they think you either they either don't do enough and it's like oh they rely on the scenery too much or they do too much and kind of ruin the beautiful scenery. You guys had the perfect mix. So honestly, everybody add Brian's wedding photos to your Pinterest mood boards, your whatever mood boards because it was really gorgeous. It truly was. So let's talk about some of the things from our last episode that mm-hmm. you were a little worried about and I want to hear how they went a big concern I remember you were taking Spanish lessons and you were nervous about was it the vowels or speeches or both in Spanish so I I I didn't really I didn't I wasn't nervous I mean I wasn't nervous for myself I was nervous for 
I was nervous that other people wouldn't like get what's going on, but we did. I think we, the way we were able to do the ceremony was we tried to go back and forth between Spanish and English a lot. Right. And then we had readings in Spanish and readings in English. And we didn't want to repeat anything for, because then it would just been like, if everything was translated, it would have been very redundant and it would have been twice as long. Right. So we just tried to like move it along in a way that, um, it was like you get the first part or you get the second part. Perfect. So like when we like read our vows, like um, his were in Spanish and mine were in English or vice versa. And then when we did like the, um, it's like the intent or whatever, I don't mm-hmm. remember. Um, we did the opposite. So like I was like, si quiero, which is I do in Spanish, mm-hmm. which was easier for me. And I then, love that. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really good tip for any bilingual ceremonies like this, like mm-hmm. don't do everything twice. Like you said, it'll drag along and be too redundant, especially for those guests that speak both languages. But that's a good mix. Like do some in Spanish, some in English. I yeah. love that. Yay. Okay. So that all went well. Mm-hmm. Didn't you have to d- deliver something in well, Spanish? I now? just wanted to, which we did. I ended up doing it in English and Antonio did it in Spanish, but it okay. was kind of like, a, it was like a funny little bit. Like after all the speeches, like at the reception, I just was just like, all right, we just want to thank everyone for coming all this way. And then he said, and then he was like, grass, grass. And then I was like, see, um, and then I just, I, it was my, it was my niece's, it was my niece's birthday. That was so So cute. we just like had everyone sing happy birthday. That and then adorable. we just, that was the end. And she had a look. Yeah. She had a, she had a pink fluffy, like princess ass dress. It was amazing. That was so cute. I it love was, how it you was incorporated. Amazing. And then who officiated it was. Uh, so our friend Manu, um, right. he uh, is from Spain and he is like a, relatively well-known actor and um so we just figured he would like pull it out (laughs) that's i think we talked about that last time i like you you don't like we're good we're very close friends antonio is very very close friends with him but like i I think it's just more important to pick someone who can do do it it. well do it Mm -hmm. well rather than like your closest yeah it needs to be someone who is comfortable talking in front of people and who has who can be funny but then also can be serious you know right right because things go wrong you know like during the thing that you don't even think about like i'm trying to think like we like didn't rehearse much with him during the for the ceremony because he's on some show in spain right now and it's Mm -hmm. like it's like a competition show so he thought that he would be eliminated by then it's like some like celebrity company and, and he was still in it. So he like had to like come like right before it was a whole thing. Okay. So walk us through the weekend. Speaking of things that went wrong, I remember you were nervous about the bus getting people there. Yeah. So we, because it was outside of Madrid and um, we wanted to provide transportation, mm-hmm. it actually worked out very smoothly. I, th- I think I just have very little faith in people. Yeah. Yeah. And listen, I've realized too, like with my own travels, not to bring up me and my vacation, mm-hmm. but like you think you anticipate such a schlep. We all think it's going to be such a schlep, but when you get into it in the moment, yeah, it is usually, if, especially if you have a bunch of luggage, but like it's, you travel and then it's over, you know, like it's not that big of a it's not that bad once you get there yeah so the bus went well everything was fine um okay. everyone got on it everyone got there uh i think it, it, the bus was too big to get into the village yeah so i had to drop everyone outside of that but that was the only the only thing it was everything was good it was, was it, worked, it, like, it worked um, out uh, rocky ground like could people bring yeah no it was like cobblestones so like i like made sure to walk down in case there was like an like an older person that i had to like i could help oh. or something but everyone seemed fine that's really nice um, did you greet them all there 
Kind of like I did, but Antonio was like doing because okay. So what the entire week it said it was going to rain during the hours of our wedding. No, and so we were actually in the venue, and they were like, "Yeah, we really think we should move it inside. We should move it inside." So that whole thing almost didn't happen, and we were just like, "Fuck it! I'm going to be more pissed if we move it inside and, and it's, it's not raining mm-hmm. than if we move it if we keep it outside and it drizzles." Yeah. So we and we ended up it ended up working out like. With the um, with the ceremony, we ended up pushing it back an hour because of the rain, mm-hmm. and then as soon and as soon as an hour passed, like it was perfectly fine. Um, so and yeah, I feel like from your photos, was it kind of cloudy? Yeah. Okay, which is the perfect lighting. Fun mm-hmm. fact: everybody thinks like, oh no, you want sun? You want no? Like photos, ask any photographer. Cloudy oh yeah, is totally. Best. So that Friday, um, when everyone arrived to Pedratha, like mm-hmm. and on the bus and stuff. So that night we had like a pre-boda slash like it's like a rehearsal dinner slash yes. party. And um, but before that, we went to the venue to check it out and do like a, a quick run through. And it was so fucking hot. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, we're all going to die. Were you wearing the white suit this time? I wasn't wearing it. I wasn't like oh. dressed yet. We were just like walking through. I was like had a hat on and stuff. And we were all just like trying to find shade. and Because it was like a, it was in the ruins of an old church mm, without a no roof. No AC. No AC, nothing. Um, no electricity, I don't think. Uh, and um, so we ended up being very lucky, actually. And then later that evening, we met everyone in the town square. Um, we're like, oh, let's all meet here and then walk over to the restaurant together where the pre-boda was. And um, it was so much fun. It was it was crazy. Like we like walked into the square. Everyone was like, oh, my God, because they were already there and we were running late. Not, uh-huh. not for any specific reason, just because we were. Right. Um, and so we had our, I had my white suit and Tony had a uh, pink suit. It was really nice. No, your outfits from that, again, we'll share all the photos. You looked amazing okay so that was the pre-boda did you get too drunk at pre-boda night i was trying to be very very conscious of not getting too drunk okay good. Good um boy. they and every time there was it was only like past food and so every time and they had like a little station for me because i'm gluten-free mm-hmm. so every time they would like put something on the station i would like run over there and like shove it in my mouth smart um like i was just eating a lot of bread yep trying to drink as much water it was so fun though the pre-boda it was it was like um it felt like another Event. Party another well, event. and the the energy of that pre it's like before the wet everybody's there everybody's made it mm-hmm. I'm sure the energy was at a peak and like, like all the single people were able to scope each other out yes. before the wedding did anybody I know Taylor our <laughs> <laughs> shout out Taylor I know she went alone she went alone she I didn't don't think that she ended up with anyone if she did I wouldn't blow up her spot right now yeah <laughs> I don't think I don't think that she and and, and it, she did. She looked amazing. Um, she looked great too. Yeah, and our, our friend Fat Carrie Bradshaw was there. Oh, was he? Alone? He was alone. Yeah, no, he went with a friend. Oh, okay, um, he brought a friend. Um, okay. okay. But yeah, I mean, and then after the pre-boda, like during that, I was like, I felt like I'd already like had shout the thing. Out, shout out to Taylor. She didn't bring a plus one, and then she traveled alone for the next two weeks. I need to have her on. To talk about what it's like being a single guest, not to like blow up her spot, but like a single guest at a destination wedding. That's not easy. Mm-hmm. Um, was there anybody else who didn't have plus ones? I mean, yes, but they, they're usually people who knew other like friends yeah, and stuff. You weren't so, worrying about Yeah, them. I wasn't okay. worrying about them. Um, okay. And once everyone got to Pedratha, I was like so relaxed. Yeah. It was really just, that was the big stressful thing. And you, then every, everyone kept asking me like, are you nervous? And I'm like... I, you're here, so no. Yeah. 
Do, okay, did you notice that people on my wedding day did the same thing? They'd be like, how are you feeling? Are you okay? Are you nervous? And I'm like, do, am I giving off I those vibes? Because I'm great. I felt really fine the entire yeah. time. The only thing I was just like, I was just like, I didn't know what to eat because I wanted to make sure that I was eating, but I didn't want right. to eat anything that made me feel weird. Yeah, because gluten. So, or just like bloated and gross. Right. So I was just like, like nibbling on chicken and like vegetables. I was like, I don't know what to eat. <laughs> oh my God. Maybe okay. I should. So that's a, some advice. Plan your meal. Yeah. For the wedding day. Prior to that. Oh, yeah. You know, I think because I didn't think about it. And I was like, I don't know what to eat. No. And, and that's so important, especially when you're drinking in the hot sun you mm-hmm. need energy. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly, Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. So Newly is a subscription clothing rental service for just $98 a month. You can get your choice of any six styles. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. There are no parameters. You get access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees. There's no late fees, no damage fees, no fees to pause or cancel. So no big deal if you like lose a button. Uh Oh, I spilled something on it. Or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing all the way up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. You always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BRIDES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code BRIDES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code BRIDES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Okay, so we get to the ceremony. Did you have a favorite part of the ceremony? Um, so my niece and nephews all walked down before us. Cute. It was really cute. So that was a highlight. And then my my best friend, Katie Shaw, sang um, as we walked down and then sang what? like a song during the ceremony, which were my favorite part. Is she a good singer? Oh, she's an amazing singer. Oh she's God. like a pretty like successful artist indie artist so was this a surprise or planned oh no i was just like as soon as i got married i was like you need to sing girl i'm fucking like hire you (laughs) you you have to do it while you guys walked down yeah while we walked down did it did you cry at all i did not fun story though everyone thought antonio was crying the entire time (laughs) but he had sunscreen in his eyes and everyone was like oh my god this is so emotional and he was and he like whispered over to me he's like my eyes are killing me i was like well don't touch them they're gonna make it look worse so all the pictures of the ceremony looks like he's crying (laughs) honestly pro tip (laughs) ladies if you want the men to cry just rub sunscreen in their eyes yeah no here's the thing a lot of people are like i don't know why he didn't cry or i didn't cry i wish we did and i'm like you don't have to cry this podcast that's one of our mottos here it's okay if you don't cry. It doesn't mean a thing. There are some people who show emotions. There's some people who don't. It's totally okay. You love Antonio just as much whether you cry or whether you don't cry. I mean, I'm also not a big public crier yeah. in general. Um, and I, uh, I, I, my thing is also I'm very hyper aware of cameras. 
Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> and so, like, even during like the speeches, or I would get like I'd feel like getting emotional, or I would start to. Um, you cut it back, and then I would see like click, 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 and I would like, nope, not gonna cry. Um, <laughs> oh. And also, I did, but the thing is, I went to the rehearsal the day before the sound check, and when my friend was singing, and that's when I got emotional. And then, so I'd already heard her sing the sound, the songs. Got so you. I think had I not heard the songs, I would have like. The combin I the, I didn't have the combination factor. Right. I got right. like I had like a taste of it, and so I wasn't like fully overwhelmed. Sometimes the rehearsal is more emotional. Mm-hmm. I get that fully because it's like whoa, this that's when you first it hits a lot of people. Like whoa, this is real. Sometimes before walking down the aisle, but I oftentimes the rehearsal. Um, okay, anything that went wrong during the ceremony? No, not really. Um, I would say when you do the part where you have to repeat the vows back, mm-hmm. you have to you clip them up, clip them up as tiny as possible. Oh. I could not for the life of me <laughs> remember. remember. And I had to like read and I was like, I don't know what you said. Like you could even like. Was it, it in Spanish or English? No, it was in English. And still. And I still just could not remember or like practice beforehand, which I did not yeah. do. Yep. Well, because they'll be like, yeah, they'll say like two long sentences, yeah. like t- till death and sickness and health and la 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 la, and you're like, okay, I got the first part. I don't, and like, I, no, even by the time you finish, I was like, I don't remember the first word. <laughs> um, so that would be like my advice is to Flip clip that up. Um, vows, yeah. you guys wrote your own. We didn't write our own vows now. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, we just broke it up with readings, okay. did it, a song, and then the peace. readings sometimes get me. Yeah, they were nice. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So nothing went terribly wrong. The rain held off. No. That's and then amazing. and then when we we left like afterwards, we we walked what the processional I guess it's yes. called um, to um, run away by run away with me by Carly Drebson, which is one of my. It's like a super How gay. It's like it's like it like starts with like a big sax solo. It's really fun. Why can I not picture it? Um, I don't know because you're not a gay man. Um, <laughs> But I they can't. all appreciate it. And then if there's any here listening, did you have right a now. lot of gay friends in the audience? Oh yeah, a lot of gay friends. I feel like everybody was very well dressed. Not yeah. to stereotype. No, but, but like not even like wearing suits. We had like a like a like a, like a good like array of like outfits yeah. and like like caftans and like. Oh, God. Like, yeah. Okay, so then we get to the reception. Mm-hmm. Gorgeousness, bistro lighting. This is where the tables, the the tablecloths, the menus. Um, you didn't tell us how pretty those were the illustrator that you had mm-hmm. kudos to them what was their name uh their uh instagram handle is jdn paper they're based out of madrid and valencia um yeah it was really beautiful um elizabeth Blumen did our flowers they killed yes. it yeah they did a great job they too. all everything just looked so coordinated together we had like three different um <clears throat> like basically designs that each went on a different and so there was three different um what are the like the the, the books that you read for the ceremony like Program. programs there's three different <laughs> programs with three different designs on them um and they were, all had the translations of all the readings and then we had three different menus and then like three different place cards and they were all coordinated they were all coordinated with like our different colors and stuff what made you do programs just because the we wanted to make sure the readings were translated right, so people right. could follow along for those parts smart um, and menus was that in both yeah languages? and menus were in both languages so i think that's a common question we get is that like should i do should i save on the paper products should i not should i do them are they necessary i always say they're not necessary but in this case, they are. 
Yeah, I think so. Just so, be, like we said, a bilingual wedding, it, yeah. you have to. You um, have to. <clears throat> Did you have like a lot of signs up around, like gift table? Did you have like a welcome sign? Did you have like the seating arrangement, seating so chart? We had like a big seating chart, um, and it was like all in this like another like sort of floral print, um, and then it had like uh, it was two layers. It was like a floral print, and then it was plastic laying over it with the typed on it. So that's where people like saw their names and the stuff. I love it. Um, we had a my favorite station was the Hamon station. Um, it's like it's like the Spanish like ham, uh, they like cut it from the like like thin sliced stop. ham slices. This was during the reception or cocktail during hour? cocktail hour. Okay, and was cocktail hour the same location as reception? Yeah, we had like a little. <clears throat> we like it was all outside, but we had like a little like thing separating them with like um, furniture and like big love paintings that. and like chairs. Uh, I actually have like a lot of good video of that too that I'll have prepped and ready to post. Um, <laughs> On Monday, yeah. due date, due yeah, date, okay. deadline. Oh my God, okay. <laughs> I'm like, Brian, make a vlog by Monday. But we need it, we need it. I need a visual, but that also, I can picture it. It all sounds gorgina. Um, Okay, so cocktail hour, you had a ham station. Any other fun, like, stations? Any signature drinks? Uh, we didn't have any signature drinks, okay. no. But we, we, like, we made, like, a little... Actually, that's not true. We, like, we didn't have, like, the Brian cocktail. It right. was more just, like, we are like, what cocktails do you want them to be, like, pre-making or really ready to make? So we Smart. had, like, margaritas, yep. pina coladas, I uh, think, Aperol spritzes. Things that were, like, cold. Yes, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um... Yum. And refreshing. And Aperol yeah. Spritz. I had so many of those in Italy. Um, <laughs> enough about Italy. Okay. So overall, like whole reception, wedding day, everything. Was there one vendor that like really stuck out to you that you were like, oh, I didn't expect to love you this much, but you freaking killed it. Um, honestly, our DJ. Yep. Loved, loved, loved our DJ. Mm -hmm. She was amazing yeah you don't see a female yeah DJ. she was she was really cool and like she had sent me a playlist of like i sent her a playlist and then she mm -hmm. sent me a playlist and for those who don't know taylor swift is my number one artist of all time yep and what about gaga gaga is like okay no that i, I messed that up <laughs> taylor is my favorite musician of all time she's okay. like i love her music more than anyone else's gaga i would say is my favorite artist gotcha. it's like the it, like the whole you circle. love dua lipa too yeah, but she's like you know, newer. she's newer. She's 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 not she's not in, in my my favorites. Okay. Um, <laughs> Taylor Swift is my favorite musician. Like her music is my favorite, and so, um, she sent me back the playlist, and there wasn't any Taylor Swift on it. Big no. So I emailed her, and I was like, I love the playlist. Um, just so you know, Taylor Swift is my favorite artist, and so every time she saw me like getting towards the dance floor she, she like that's song? when she would put the taylor swift songs on oh, or like that. songs that i like specifically may have wanted but then she did a good job of like you know doing crowd pleasers and yes. then like and since she it was a spanish wedding she was able to like slip in like some fun spanish pop songs that everyone wow. everyone could like enjoy she tailored um this yeah she was great her name was jess j-e-s underscore set um, a lot of people who were at the wedding have since hired her for other events. Oh yeah. So I cannot shout her out yeah. more. Yeah, it was it was amazing. And it, it was just a lot of dancing. It was so fun. Uh.
let's talk about like spl- save versus splurge. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that you splurged on that you're really glad you did? Um, like something you spent a lot of money on that you're like, we needed that. I would just say the the venue, venue yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> because, you know, it's the bones. Right. And everybody stayed right there, right? Yeah. Ugh. And the and the, what was cool about the venue is it was owned by the, the same person who owned the pre-boda place. And they made all the food as well. So it was kind of like a big package deal. Right. And so a lot of the money went just towards that. And it was really, I think that was... Was it all buffet it. the whole weekend? No. So the the cocktail hour was like past dishes. Obviously, okay. And then the dinner was like a sit down like with waiters and stuff. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. The yeah. pre-boda, what was that? And the pre-boda was all past, all past food. But like, okay. but like kind of like hearty things. Like there was like a risotto, like, like, yes. like, a, like a little spoon. Like, so you yes. could like actually fill up. Favorite, was there a general favorite dish or food the whole time? Um, I mean, I had some lamb the day, like that day, the day before the pre-boda, which was unreal. So you're a vegetarian like me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the lamb was real good. Cause that's like kind of what they're known for. Yeah. Um, gazpacho, which is like a cold oh, tomato yep. soup. Oh, refreshing. Um, Salmorejo, which is like a, a similar sure. soup, but with jamon in it. And like, be, I, I, uh. I, I love the food. I could tell you every, the cheesecake was delicious. <gasps> oh yeah. Um, Did you have a cake? Cause we didn't have a cake. No. But you had desserts. But we had desserts. So there was like cheesecakes and, and then they made everything like for everyone and then made like special gluten-free places. It was, it was great. Okay. Anything you wish you had saved on, like not to... You don't have to like shit talk any of your vendors. They might have still done a great job, but was there something that you were like, eh, we didn't really need that? Um, you know, I don't know if we needed two buses. <laughs> okay. Okay. I think we could have, we, we would have gotten away with one. Um, Squeezing people. I think I was just more really, really nervous about getting people there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, but they were like nice buses, apparently. I, I, obviously, <laughs> I didn't see them. Um, but you know, it, I mean, maybe if I had been on them, I would feel differently. But I would say maybe, maybe that that, that sort of transportation. transportation. Um, were they expensive? They were like they were a bit expensive, yeah. Um, and we like got two, and then like by the time mm-hmm. everyone got on the bus, they were like, oh, there. The, one of the buses was like basically had like six people on it, and the other oh, one wow. was like full. Honestly, though, better to have too much than too little. That's true. You don't want somebody stranded in a foreign country. Yeah. (laughs) However, after the wedding, some people like my best friend did miss the bus back. And I was like, go to the hotel and get a cab. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Well, that's why it's nice having like a hotel that can help you like call Mm -hmm. drivers and things just in case you're not like, you know, in a random Airbnb with no host there to help people. Yeah. Um, Did a lot of guests go early and make a vacation out of it or stay later? Um, not like where we got married, but like in, in and around Spain. Yeah. Most people went early, which I thought was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like ended there. Uh, I'd rather do that because then you get a nice tan leading yeah, up to the day. That's true. I didn't think of that. But then <laughs> I, um, the great thing that happened was that the Friday before the wedding is when the U.S. announced that you didn't have to get a COVID test to fly oh. back. And so I think people were really anxious about that. Yeah. But that happened literally the day we got there, That's the Friday right. of. So that Friday night, I think people were like, oh, I don't have to be nervous. Like, yeah. if, if I get COVID, stuck. I will mm-hmm. still be able to fly back. Not, not that anyone verbalized that and not that I would encourage that. No. But I think a lot of people were like, okay, it's not the end of the world. No, it definitely, um, that's helpful. 
So that was like, thanks and or thanks or you're welcome. I mean, I think <laughs> I kind of think the Biden administration did it because I've been on this podcast and someone was listening. Um, yeah, that is like, why we need to help out Brian Russell Smith. They did right mm-hmm. in time for the wedding. Mm-hmm. They were listening. Yeah. Thank you. Um, okay. Looking back, is there anything you would have done differently at all throughout everything? The transportation? <sighs> Um, no, the only thing that I've been thinking about was I wish that I had. So when we had arrived in Spain, we arrived the week before and our photographer texted us and he said, Hey, I have a videographer for friend who's trying to build up their reel and their website. They would do it for free. If you just like, hello, if you just, um, give them a, a good tip. Yeah. And I said, and we talked about it and we're like, we don't really need it. Um, you it's, wish you got it. It's it's like I just didn't want another person in my face. You know yeah. what I mean? At that point. At that, that point. Mm-hmm. However, I do wish that I had nice videos of the speeches and the songs mm-hmm. and like the readings and stuff. Everything I don't need like I didn't really need like a montage of stuff. You know what I mean? Well, you could have even gotten somebody to just film because you're a video editor. You I do know, this. I know. And I did ask people, but like people were like I, I I did ask I did ask my brother or whoever, someone in the audience to film my friend singing the songs. Mm-hmm. And I'm like during the ceremony, he's just like looking at her <laughs> and I'm like, Strabby, Strabby. Get your phone. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> you can't rely on an unpaid. That's what we learned. Yeah. I was that's like, so okay, funny. that's my fault. Um, but did people, did you do a shared album? Yeah. We have a shared album with like my family and stuff. Um, and then I asked everyone and then I like screen recorded everyone's stories. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Did you do a big WhatsApp group? Like I told you, um, with some people. Okay. Not with yeah, some people. With yeah. Um, Remind me how many guests in total? We were like 130 at the end. Perfect. Yeah. Well, it's a lot for it was. It was a lot, um, but it was great. It was. It was like not too much, not too little. I feel like I talked to everyone kind like basically. Amazing. I ba- barely saw Antonio the entire night. Really? Yeah. Because we were just like talking to our Getting people. Away. You know. Do you regret that, or like, do you wish you had held on to each other more? Or no, because we got ready together. We right. were with each other with all day at the, at the pre-boda, and we you know we we kind of like knew that might happen. I think I think that's especially when. Someone only speaks Spanish and some people only speak right. English. Um, and we definitely like war together at yeah. times. But yeah. then a lot of the time we were not. And it, yeah, it's I think that happens. It's different that it's a destination wedding. And yeah, like you said, you had had so much time to hang out. You you guys got ready together. That's, yeah. that's I think it's the opposite for a wedding like mine where it was just, I mean, we had the like welcome party the day before, but it was mainly just the wedding day. And we didn't see each other until like, I think that's, that's, it's very different. It's, it's just interesting hearing this perspective. Yeah. And I liked getting ready together. It was, I thought it was nice. And like a photographer came in and like was there like, as we were like getting like the final thing, but we were like running behind and he was like, can I come in? And I was like, um, we are both like literally naked. (laughs) 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 So maybe wait like 10 minutes and then you can get us like after we already have our pants on. Right. Yeah. Doing the buttons. Mm-hmm. Did you guys get any light makeup done? I put a little bit on myself. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much it. He said he, yeah, I just like powdered and I like, um, you know, just evened out my, my under eye and nose, you know. Smart. Yeah. I think all men, gay or straight, should be doing a little bit of makeup for the wedding day. Mm-hmm. I know. I was looking at fi- pictures of myself from the pre-bo. They didn't have the photographer then, but like I was just like, I didn't put any makeup on because I was wearing white. 
So I didn't want to like chance it. Smart. Um, and I was just so fucking shiny. Yeah. <laughs> you, I mean, it's a blessing and a curse. You're going to age really, really well. You're shiny like me. I can call you that because I am mm-hmm. too. Um, you're going to age well, not have a ton of wrinkles, but yeah, you definitely, you, the shine shows in photos when you're oily like yeah, us. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. So overall, any favorite parts of the whole thing? I just one uh, number one favorite. Um, I was just so special to have, you know, so many parts of your life in one place. Yep. That I think was just like my favorite thing was just being able to be with all like my favorite people, but like mm-hmm. in different parts of my life and it makes you feel very special. Yes. And I thought I I'm like not I I there's a difference between being the center of attention on like a social media platform right? and trying like that, but then versus like IRL at like events and stuff. And I thought that I was going to be so self-conscious, but you don't because everyone's so happy to be there and Mm -hmm. for you. And like, you're like, Oh, this is so embarrassing. I'm talking about like my love and my relationships, like gross, but then you do it and it's really, really nice. It's like, it's very, I'm so glad that we like, didn't just do nothing. You know what I mean? Like, I'm really glad that we did something because it was really special just to have everyone there. Right, right, They're right. supporting you. That was my favorite part. And then right. dancing. Oh, yeah. Drinking right. and dancing. Dance That's, all the way. I, da- it was, I danced all night. That's amazing. <laughs> did you get too drunk on the wedding night? No. I nice. I did. I was very conscious of, like, mostly only drinking wine until, like, until like it got later. I was like, okay, I can have a vodka Because if you're, I think I'm, like, part narcoleptic. Honestly, I need to go to a doctor. <laughs> so when I drink wine, I get really tired. Ah, uh, Okay. But you no, I was I was party hard. Um, I only did like two shots, I think. Um, I was I was just like, no, I'm not doing shots. No, I'm not doing shots. No more. And then someone was like, and then, but once I hit a certain time where I'd done everything, I'd already danced, had a good time. I was kind of like, okay, yeah, I'll rage now. Yep. And then like, I there were some moments where I like was looking through pictures. I was like, oh yeah, that happened. I didn't like black out. Yeah. But I had to be reminded of things. Well, you're in the moment so much that it's hard to like remember everything that happened. Yeah. So even if you're not blacked out, you want to look back. Yeah. Was there anybody who was like? the party guests to have like a really fun guest to have and why um i you know was chris chris fun? is fun yeah i mean <laughs> not like i wouldn't say specific i mean honestly my niece cecilia she danced from like eight the to 130 one? yeah i love she that. like just like would not stop dancing i think that and everyone just like loved it so much the little like yes. she just had so much fun i would say that maybe she was the party animal i love that party, yeah. sometimes like the little kids when they dance they're, they're at that age where they are dancing the whole time and they're so fun and they like can stay up and yeah. party and they can I, serve as entertainment and i did not regret like having kids there because a lot of people just like the people who had kids either had a, like either left early mm-hmm. or they brought a babysitter and the kids left and yeah. like it didn't take away from anything. Like I thought it, I would be like, more like insistent upon it, but it really didn't hinder my experience. Except for like the right. end of the night where like you're in Spain and you're drinking, and ca- you occasionally want to have a cigarette, but you don't want to do that in front of children. So I'm just like, get these fucking kids out of here, because get so I can have cigarette. my I can have my post wedding drunk sig. European sig. Yes, I got uh, I got it. If anyone uh, was worried, that sounds lovely. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I'm not a u- usual even, smoker. Me but neither. But it's some, there's something about being in Europe. At in your, Europe, you, know, you are. Yeah. With a Europe, nice yeah. drink in hand. Yep. At your wedding, you're allowed to do anything. Um, okay. Well, I guess anything else? Any other last advice before we move on to our voicemail and our unpopular opinions? Over prepare. I would just say okay. be over prepared. 
Okay. And then that. be anxious if you prepared enough, even, but then be like, oh, did I, everything is taken care of? And then you're not worried at all the day of. I was not, mm-hmm. I could not give a flying fuck about anything. Like, you seemed very, I could tell through the Insta stories how carefree you were. I don't see that side of you. A yeah, lot. I think that's, yeah. I, that, because it, when you over prepare, mm-hmm. you're not, it's, you're very relaxed. Like, I just, I felt very relaxed. And then I was like, I like, like if anything happened, I was like, well, I did all that I could. Right, <laughs> you know, right. preparation I, is key, baby. Yeah, my it, my dad always says, "Remember the six P's." It's like prior planning prevents piss poor performance. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I love that. That was um, drilled into me as a child. So <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you're always prepared with work stuff. You love a preparation during work, even like when we're filming stuff. You're like, "Do we have a shot list?" I'm like, "Brian, it's fine." Yeah. <laughs> This is for Instagram. No, but that's that's a good trait to have. I always say that on this podcast. You guys know preparation is key. And we have all the tools on Betches Brides to help you prepare. One of the ways <laughs> is to listen to this podcast. I sound like a flight attendant. Yeah, you do. Okay, guys, this is for our Betches Brides hotline. Brand new. You guys call in now. You can still write emails. We'll answer those too. But we love a good hotline one because, you know, you put your personal spin on it because we actually get to hear your voice. So if you want to call and leave us a voicemail asking us a question, call the number 651-428-4835. That's 651-428-4835. Rebecca, roll the tape. Hey, Betches, this is Amy calling from San Diego. I'm getting married in Sayulita, Mexico in January. I'm so excited, and thank you so much for all of the content on the pod. I've listened to nearly all of the episodes and actually found my photographer, um, Paulina Pichara. So thank you. But my question or my issue, I have been pretty much on point with my budget, Um up until now, I kind of forgot about the welcome party and the expenses that it has. Um, question, how can I save money for the welcome uh, party? Um, what's expected? What kind of expectations do my guests have? Would it be tacky to just have chips and salsa, margaritas and beer? Uh, for a welcome party, or do I really need to show up for my guests because they're showing up for me? They're traveling down to Mexico. I would love your input, and again, love you guys. Thank you. Oofa. This is my first time hearing this voicemail, too. Once again, I did not have time. <laughs> I swear I will be better. This is perfect for you, though. Do you have any thoughts? You did the pre-boda. Yeah, I mean, I think... I think chips, salsa, margaritas, maybe some tacos. I would throw mm-hmm. tacos in there, beer. I think that's fine. I think that's great. Mm-hmm. I mean, Mexican food is my favorite food, so maybe I'm a little biased. But I think if you just, like, you're in Mexico, keep it authentic. And people will be like, oh, yeah. And people will be pe- people go to Mexico to eat mm-hmm. that food. They're expecting so that there. food. And that's not exp- and to have that is not expensive. I would not, I would not stress out. I think people right. are going to be, like I said, my experience, the pre-boda, Everyone was just so happy to be there. Right. Like they made the trip and so they're excited. And I think as long as you feed people something Mm -hmm. and drink something, then you're fine. Like I think that's more than enough. 
I agree. You have to have some sort of food and drink and don't just have drink because I think number one rule, you always have to have some sort of food if you're serving alcohol. You don't yeah. want to shit-faced people with no food. Um, I agree with you. I think the perfect, if you can muster up some funds, tr if, if, if everything isn't locked into like the wedding day, maybe you take some funds, move some stuff around from that to do at least beer wine to give people an option yeah make it open bar i usually say like a welcome party a pre-night a pre-party the night before doesn't have to you don't have to it could be cash bar sometimes if it's a very local wedding if it's like in the states i think in this case destination wedding i unfortunately i think you have to kind of comp everything for your guests. I think you can do beer and wine. I and think then do beer, you, wine, if, and then Margs. Yeah, do the Margs. and then if someone wants something else, they have to pay for it. Yeah, if they want a vodka martini, then they they get that. They figure that out with the bartender. But Margs, beer, wine, I think that's perfect. That's more affordable than doing all the liquor options. And then, yeah, I mean, for food, I would do like you said, tacos. I think that's a perfect little quesadilla. Rice a quick and beans. Buffet thing. Yeah, like, yeah, rice and beans. That, they, that ain't too expensive. No, that goes a long way. That goes a long way. And I think make this the more authentic. Like, you don't have to have a ton of the one I went to, Brooks Wedding, who I know you guys have talked about it at Nauseam because it was my big destination wedding this past year in Dominican Republic. They did have like a ton of food at the, welcome party like a whole buffet like almost similar to the wedding day but i feel like we didn't even eat that much like it was the welcome party nobody looks i feel like nobody's expecting like a huge sit down mm -hmm. formal dinner it's more of a cocktail style like maybe don't even have like dinner-esque things like just have cocktail style things or that like way a buffet right yeah an easy buffet of like do, make your own taco bar kind mm -hmm. of thing that I think would be perfect. I don't think anybody's to answer your question. I don't think anybody's expecting too much out of that. And I think like Brian said, the energy is going to be great as is, as long as you have music. And this can be, I, I don't think you need a DJ for no. this. Mm -mm. You can have a great playlist in the background. As long as you have music, you have some alcohol, some food, uh, like try to have enough so that it doesn't run out. But like, again, doesn't have to be gourmet and or high, sh high what is it called? Top shelf, anything. Your guests are going to have a great time. They're going to, they're, they're going to feel welcomed. You know, I think it's more important that you have more of the bells and whistles in terms of like food and expenses for the guests on the actual wedding day. But yeah, I mean, definitely, definitely do something though. I think. Yeah. But that's, this is a good tip for any people planning a destination international wedding you know, do Amy, thank you for sharing with us, but um, don't make the same mistake. Amy did account for that in the budget oh, from yeah. day one, mm -hmm. you know, that way you're not getting there and like trying to scrounge up funds. Okay, guys, keep calling in 651-428-4835. Okay, shall we move on to unpopular opinion? Now it's time for Unpopular Opinions, brought to you by High Noon Hard Seltzer. Some of these opinions might be unpopular, but you know what's really popular? 
High Noon Hard Seltzer with flavors like pineapple, black cherry, watermelon, grapefruit, peach. I love peach these days. Lime, mango, and passion fruit. They've got you covered for whatever occasion, be it your batch party, your bridal shower, your cocktail hour, you name it, your wedding day, everything. Now on to our first unpopular opinion. You don't have to have a connection to your wedding location. I love this one. We've actually never had this one before. Um, I guess not. I mean, you can do whatever you want. You had a fun connection to your <laughs> Yeah, house. I felt like we had a connection to I had a connection to mine. I wanted a Spanish authentic wedding, so. Yeah. Um Here's the thing. Do I think it's so much better when you do? Yes, because mm. then it becomes like a sweet detail that's unique to the couple. And you guys know one of my favorite things about weddings is that couples can tailor the wedding to them and it make it very unique. So I think, you know, given that the venue and location is such an important part of a wedding, it is very I love a wedding when the location is specific to the couple, whether it's where one of you are from, whether it's, you know, where you first met, whether it's where you live, whether it's, you know, I don't know, uh, your favorite, where you had your first date. I love a connection moment when it all ties in seamlessly with a pretty little bow on top. But that said, if you guys are like, listen, we've never been to Montauk. I don't know why that came to mind, because that's probably the most expensive place to have a wedding. If you're like, we've never been there, but looks gorgeous. We've always wanted to. That's our connection. Bam, we're having our wedding there. Then do it there, and it'll be great. I think, you know, it doesn't have to, but I think I love when it does, you know? Mine was Annapolis. I've never lived there, but my family, my mom's side of the family did. We always went there growing up. It's gorgeous. Boats. I love a. I love a boat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the yacht moment. Mm -hmm. Um, that's why we did it there. But it was like my connection, not as much Mike's. But and now it's your connection, both. Now it's the both of us. Our connection. Honestly, I'd love to live there someday. It's so or like have a house. Who knows? Not anytime soon. Um, so yeah, I guess we both disagree with it or agree with this. You don't have to, but it would be nice. Ninety percent mm -hmm. of our audience agreed that you don't have to have a connection to your wedding location. Okay, the next one. Writing your own vows is embarrassing and no one wants to hear it. Party pooper. <laughs> um, These are so goddamn harsh. I don't, I don't agree. I think it's nice, but I think people can also, like, if you're not a skilled communicator, don't write your own fucking vows. Right. Know your strengths. Like, no one wants to hear you, like, make fun of your husband or wife. Like, mm -hmm. that's, your, it's really cringe mm -hmm. as long as like just know your strengths if you're a good communicator then do it if writing is not your strong suit that's fine maybe you're a mathematician i don't know mm -hmm. just then just do the vows or like you're already doing a lot right why why add an added stress if you don't want to i so if you want to do it do it if you don't don't i really right. it's like i don't think it's cringe and i don't think anyone wants to hear it unless you make it cringe right I hard disagree with this ones. I don't think it's embarrassing. I think a lot of people actually want to hear it. I freaking love when people write their own vows. I cry every time as a guest, but agree with you. Don't force it. If it's really going to put you so far out of your comfort zone, then you don't have mm -hmm. to. But at the same time, I do think this is something where like maybe you are usually a bad writer communicator. Maybe you do get really queasy and nervous when it comes to like doing this on your own this if if anything like this might be a time to prove to your yourself and your significant other that like 
this might be a time to go out of your comfort zone for the first time in that arena. Um, so before I'm a big pro write your own vows person before you write it off, no pun intended, doing your own vows, like really think about it. But then again, also I've been to plenty of weddings. I know you didn't, my sister didn't, my, I've been to plenty of weddings where they don't write their own vows and the weddings are still beautiful, just the same. I still end up crying at some point. You know, it's, it's not going to make or break your wedding, but I will say a lot of times you you ask, like a lot of people loved Mike and I's, um, they weren't in vows. It's a long story. Our deacon like didn't let us do vows, but like made us do letters instead of vows. It was a whole thing. <laughs> letters, vows, same thing, whatever. People, that was a lot of people's favorite part because they were just like, it was very sweet and personalized. So uh, we all disagree with this one though. 77% of our audience disagrees that writing your own vows is embarrassing and no one wants to hear it is a smaller amount than I thought. You would think like 100% would disagree, but whatever. Some people don't love love. True. Some people just want to <laughs> party and drink and eat. Yeah. Okay, the last one. It shouldn't matter if it's overdone, if it's what the couple wants. Yeah, I guess. Um, yeah, I agree. Um, do whatever you want. That's all. That's all that you, it's the only time you can be like super selfish mm -hmm. and say like, no, we're doing this because right. I want to do it. Like there was a moment where we were like leaving a lunch the day of the pre-boda where we had to go to the rehearsal and people were like, let's just like stay and have one more drink. And like, I was like, no, we have to go. And yeah. they're like, it, we have, it's fine. Like if we're a couple minutes, I'm like, nope, <laughs> we're leaving right now. And I like, was like, I gave a card and left. I love that. You pulled the groom card. I pulled the groom card. You're um, allowed. So do whatever you want. It doesn't matter if it's overdone. I agree. Do it. And sometimes all these things that people are like, Oh, doing that's so overdone. I'm like, well, A, you just named like a classic wedding tradition. <laughs> getting married is overdone. Right. The exactly. whole concept of marriage Having is overdone. Having a wedding is overdone. Oh, you're getting married. That's original. Right. Like, <laughs> right. Just the act of getting married. And like sometimes I think our society with everything as a whole, now I'm getting all philosophical, fucking <laughs> whatever. Now I'm like jet lagged getting philosophical. But like our society needs to stop like dubbing things as so overdone because we've gotten, I think it has to do with like Gen Z trying to be so different. I don't know. Sorry to blame Gen Z, whatever. If you're listening, I don't Typical but like older generation shitting on the younger generation. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I sound like a sometimes traditional okay, boomer. <laughs> I really sound like a boomer. But like, we need to stop just like calling everything overdone. Like, mm -hmm. sometimes th it, there's a reason why things are popular. Like, everybody's like, oh, Amalfi Coast, you went there. Like, every, everyone's going to the Amalfi Coast, though. I'm like, there's a reason because yeah, it's, it's fucking cool. beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Like, let me go in peace. Okay. So, yeah, 98% of people agreed that it shouldn't matter if it's overdone, if it's what the couple wants. Yeah. Well, that's it for Unpopular Opinions brought to you by High Noon. If you didn't already know, High Noon is premium hard seltzer made with real vodka and real juice and is the preferred beverage this season and really every season, let me tell you. It's perfect for every event, you guys. I don't go to a bachelorette party unless they have High Noon there. I literally... I need a high noon every every day of the summertime, truly. I've been having half day Fridays because we have summer Fridays here at Betches. My favorite thing to do on a Friday is to crack open a high noon at literally at noon and sit by the pool. I mean, it's just the drink of the summer. It's for 
backyard barbecues. It's for parties, pool parties, the lake, rooftops, literally anywhere, but especially all your wedding events. If the sun is out, it's time for a high noon. Head to your local liquor store to pick up some high noon for the weekend, or you can find where to purchase high noon near you by visiting highnoonspirits.com. All right, Brian. Well, that's that. That's that. We'll have you on again. Okay. You are you didn't have a honeymoon. <clears throat> no, the plan is to honeymoon during the holidays. We're well, gonna you leave. Kind of did. Kind of, yeah, no, but my with fourteen other people that oh, I'm related yeah, to. No, no, yeah, doesn't no. count. Um, <laughs> so we really want to do. I think we're we're doing. I think we're doing Kenya. <gasps> yeah. So that'll be that. Oh, like a safari. Yeah. Why did I say that? So <laughs> weird. <laughs> Safari? <laughs> you said it like um like how people pronounce like Stefani instead yes. of Stephanie. Yeah. Um oh my Yeah, goodness. that's the plan. I do have so I do have one so my friend who hasn't picked a wedding date says they or a venue or anything says they want to get married on New Year's Eve. My oh, best friend. And like, I love that. I was like, well, we're already planning our honeymoon. Oh, this is your best friend. My best friend. And I'm like, I can't. can't can't, and I can't reschedule it because and you already booked stuff. Well, it's that, but also it's Antonio can't, can't right, take time right, off. Right. I and here's the thing: people need I'm to like, understand fuck. with the honeymoon, it's a big two week vacation. Like you do plan that in advance, even if you haven't set in stone booked things, even if you've carved the dates as like this is when we're gonna go. That is really hard to move. Yeah, I can't for both of your jobs. Yeah. Fuck. So I don't know, but they just sprung it up on me. They understand it's your honeymoon well they haven't booked anything oh okay then you get first pick and listen like you can i've i've known plenty of people to have to not attend a best friend's wedding you offer to take the couple to a really nice dinner just the four of you you celebrate them in other ways you get them a really nice gift there's ways around it that's true that's what i'll do Mm -hmm. if it comes down to it yeah hopefully they just don't book it yeah <laughs> land your wedding a different day please <laughs> all right well brian where can we all find you at brian russell smith on instagram and tiktok i guess everywhere pretty much yep. yeah Find him. all right well till death do us part the betches brides podcast is produced by sean kilby and jorge morales pico editing by jorge morales pico guest booking by nicole pellegrino be sure to follow us at Betches Brides and send us your emails to brides at betches.com. Betches.